Welcome back to the Cordell and Cordell Men's Divorce Podcast. I'm Scott Trout, Managing Partner and CEO of Cordell and Cordell. We continue twice a week to give you information for guys before, during, and after divorce with all things related to family law. And we continue to do that with the attorneys of Cordell and Cordell. And today is no different. We're joined by Maura up in Philadelphia. Welcome back. Thanks, Scott. Hey, well, today we're going to talk a little bit about a unique uh, topic that we haven't covered in almost we've been doing this for about 19 months, and that's shared parenting apps and custody matters, which is really unique. And so keep in mind, obviously, that uh, it's not legal advice. We just want to inform you, educate you, uh, and really simulate a conversation for you to take to an attorney, one who practices exclusively in family law, like Cordell and Cordell. But if you want a consultation with us and want more information, you can go to our website at cordellcordell.com. Or you can give us a call at 866-DADS-LAW. We're available for consultations on the web, via Zoom, WebEx, FaceTime, whatever it is, in person, where appropriate, or via phone. Uh, We'll be flexible, and uh, we'll work with you to get you in. But that is the best way to get personal legal advice, is to get the facts to your attorney, and again, one who practices exclusively in family law. So, Ari Mara, what is this? I I mean, many guys, I think, around the country probably are thinking, you know, we all know we can search the app store and we can find things. The last thing I think they're thinking about is, other than maybe a calendar, is trying to find an app that will help them in custody matters. I know there's one here in Missouri and there's you know, the wizard. And, but what do you do? What is this app for custody matters uh, dealing in family law? So, well, there's, as you referenced, there's a lot of different options, um, but basically what it is, is it's a centralized forum for all things co-parenting. So, you know, um, it's calendar sharing, it's document sharing, it's event sharing, it's information sharing, it's um, also a centralized platform for messaging. So it's a secure environment for emails or almost like a text message, depending on the app and the features um, type of communication that's strictly you and opposing party about your kids. Um, and you know nothing can be altered. You can always get certified copies of the communication from a lot of the um, apps or providers. Um, so nothing can be altered. And so it's, it's just all things co-parenting in one place. It's a place where a lot of these um, applications will allow you to give access to third parties. So your attorney can have access, in some cases the court or a guardian ad litem if, if appropriate in a particular case can have access to it so they can view what's happening in your case in real time. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I mean, just an organization over time. It's funny how technology, I mean, it's opened up the world to you know information, but then it's also opened up the world to organization. I've, you know, we were just talking offline. I mean, I've got five kids and we use a, a calendar app ourselves because trying to keep track of, you know, I've got adult children and their schedules. We always want to know what's going on. Are you at work? Where are you? Where are you traveling? And you know, it, it is so helpful. I can't imagine, even if you have one child and you're divorcing, it creates perhaps there's communication issues. That's what led to the divorce. Maybe neither of you can work together. And so that's I think the benefits. Well, I want to give your information or your thoughts on the benefits of these types of apps. And some are court ordered. I know that particularly in St. Louis County. Judges will get a sense, but look, these people can't communicate. They're not sharing information. They're arguing about missing uh, dates. So I'm going to order you to use this family mm-hmm. wizard. And so let's walk through. I'm, I'm a big fan of organizing and calendar sharing. And mm-hmm. um, what are some of the benefits you've seen in your practice for clients? You know, don't wait for it to be ordered. Maybe you suggest mm-hmm. it now, right? 
Yeah, because there are, as you said, even in even in an intact family, there are so many benefits to to sharing the information. Everybody's very busy. I feel like people are getting busier um, for obvious reasons, and so. Um, what it does is it just, right, if you're co-parenting and, and whether communication is an issue or not, it just helps both families stay on the same page. So, for example, your calendar is going to say that your son has a doctor's appointment on this particular day. So both parents can try and make it. If it needs to be rescheduled, fine. And then any medical reports or records can be uploaded to the website afterwards um, so that if the parent, you know, if one parent wasn't able to go to the appointment, they can go on and see, okay, here's what, you know, with the report from that particular visit. Um, and it can all be stored there. And then, of course, you know, a lot of our cases involve expense sharing. So a lot of these apps have, you know, upload the receipt, show what you paid, or it will do the math for you and say, okay, if your percentage of this expense is, say, it's 50-50, you owe this much. And a lot of them have... Um, like a pay through program, like its own sort of version of a Zelle or a Venmo where you can pay the other parent through it. So, I mean, even in a, in, in a case where everybody gets along, it's just an efficient way yeah. to share the information. Um, I mean, I, I, I want to get to the idea of documenting everything that you do, because I think that's hugely important. We've talked about that in litigation, but I think, you know, as you mentioned, this expense sharing I mean, how easy is that? I mean, a lot of, let's just say, post-judgment families have this provision that says that all agreed to extracurricular activities are shared, let's just say, 50-50. Right. And so you go in there and log it, and boom, you're notified. And, and, and it just, even if you can communicate, it just seems to make a whole lot of sense mm -hmm. uh, to do something like that. As you and I, I think, have seen the practice evolve, it just, to me, makes a lot of sense. It does. Um, it absolutely does. Yeah. So let's talk about the documents, the documentation and the recordation of this, because, uh, you know, we've, one of the things we've talked about in, in the challenges in, in COVID was, you know, denials of custody or not being notified here. And then you're sending emails or you, you know, not just a phone call. These apps, uh, I think you mentioned are secure way of uh, messaging each other, communicating with each other and documenting not only, maybe you know, content between each other, but uh, schedules. I mean, you could put on the calendar, you know, this is my day, but wasn't available, whatever it may be. And you can, I assume, use this for litigation? Well, yeah, I mean, I think in litigation, it's right. It can, if the other parent isn't co-parenting or sharing information or cooperating, it will all be evident here on paper. And you can basically use it as your biggest, you know, exhibit to guide you through a large part of your your trial if you have to get to that point so you know i tried to coordinate this and you know we had covid so the kids were remote and i tried to say that these were going to be my days and you know here i am proposing a calendaring schedule for the next month and the other side didn't respond you know so you hope that that's not you know you hope that this app actually helps people through that but in so many cases obviously we're you know familiar with where that doesn't that's not the case and this if you need it, will help basically document all of that for presenting your case to the court. Yeah. Even if you're, you know, in the, in, I guess the process of divorce, one of the struggles we always talk about, uh, or at least I recommend with my clients, is hey, I want you to record a day in the life. I want you to record every time you have custody, whether it's an overnight. What are the hours? What are you doing? And what? A, and this app has to be a wonderful tool where. 
over the course of the separation and the pendency of the case, now you're printing out the calendar and it's maybe it's calculating the number of nights overnight you've had. And you mm-hmm. can show that to the judge and say, look, judge, okay, I've had 182 nights this year while this case has been pending. And this is why I want 50-50 custody. Mm-hmm. I think one of the most, the more popular ones, I think you had referenced it, our family wizard, or, or mm-hmm. they have a, like a sharing, a journal, I think, feature where you can upload events or memories. So, you know, if you have your child for, you know, and you go to the zoo, you can just like upload a picture. And in, in, a, in a really sort of um, amicable case, that's just a nice way to let the other parent know, hey, that we did something cool, you know, today, I'm letting you know, in, in a not so amicable case, it's just a matter of like, right, I, I had our child today. And these are the things that I'm doing with my custodial time, it's meaningful time. So you can really record everything within the app. Yeah, and I imagine you can also get in a judge if you're printing out the, the communications that are occurring, uh, you can gauge the animosity between the parties, perhaps. You know, I've, I just was yesterday, we were in a, uh, doing a podcast and we were talking about social media and posting. But the point is, is, I was mentioning how a lot of people, I can't say it, love, email in all caps. What does that really mean? Does that mean you're yelling at me? Or But, but obviously in, in these highly conflicted cases, you tend to see some pretty nasty stuff. And, and obviously this is a perfect place for a guy to prepare their case to show maybe a tone, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in one of the features um, of, of the particular application we've, we've just referenced has a tone meter. Um, I think it comes at, an, at a, an extra cost depending on your subscription. Um, mm-hmm. So this, I don't think, comes through one of the free applications, which there are many that are great, but it actually can identify unnecessary tone. It would remove things like all caps. It basically reviews your email before you send it, highlights things, shows where they fall in the tone meter um, in terms yeah. of you know, what might be necessary or absolutely pertinent to the communication about the child. And it can weed out things that you want to avoid. So frankly, I mean, it can be really helpful to you know, anyone who's having an emotional and understandably emotional response um, to, you know, for, from our perspective, we want our clients to use it if they're having a particularly difficult time with the situation. Yeah. And, and, and um, you know, just really wanting to focus that communication on what's absolutely essential. The tone meter is huge. I mean, both from a, I mean, I guess you'll be able to gauge and if it, let's just say it, this is a very emotional process. And one of the things we talked about is, you know, think about it before you send it, think about it before you say it. And, that, and it's a wonderful tool for our clients or any guy going through it, because you may want to fire off F you, you this, this, and this, mm-hmm. because you're angry and, and, you know, you make you feel better. Right. It's going to, it's going to stop it because that's the last thing you need is a judge to see, you know, you berating the other parent. Maybe it's warranted, but from a judge's perspective, they're going to say, you know what? I don't care. So I think it's a great thing that guys should really look into. It is. And they are, you know, a lot of times clients will say Maura or Scott, can you read my emails before I send them to opposing party? And that's fine. We do that all the time, but that can become really costly if there's a lot of emails. And so, you know, happy to always review and, give my edits, but this is an option that's obviously much more cost-friendly. So, yeah. yeah. So in the case, I mean, your experience using it, uh, are some of these apps where the guardian ad items or the third parties or social workers or therapists, they have access to uh, this custody app to just view the exchanges, see what's going on, Mm -hmm. uh, the communication level, 
so I assume they have access. And so you have to be really careful. You do, right? You have to pretend like these people, I always say, pretend the judge is reading over your shoulder. And that really applies to any, you know, text message, email, whatever you're sending, but because everyone can see it. And a lot of times you, you know, the client has to give access to these third parties, but if you're court ordered to give access, you're giving access and they can log in at any time and get to the bottom of any issue of a he said, she said, because sometimes it is, you know, apparent from reviewing the exchanges. Yeah. Imagine thinking about it. Let's just assume for the moment you can't get your spouse or ex-spouse to agree to use it. It seems to me that it would be uh, valuable, even if they're not using it, just for organization purposes, your own calendar, your own documenting, your own notes, your journaling, so that if you ever have to go back to court on a modification or a contempt, it's all there. I have to agree. It's like forced litigation organization because yeah. all the things your attorney's going to ask you for is there and all the things your attorney's going to advise you to do like make sure you're getting this information make sure you're tracking appointments make sure you're in the know this is how you force yourself to to check all those boxes and then know if something's not happening or missing that you need to you know pursue it with opposing party yeah cool all right mara thanks for joining good stuff appreciate anytime. it anytime thanks yeah, okay. god yeah, well, stay tuned. Check out the YouTube channel. It's got all of its information, all of our podcasts. And more importantly, check out our virtual town hall. If you haven't joined yet, you haven't registered or attended, go to CordellCordell.com. Uh, virtual town hall. You just check in wherever you are, just like this. Spend an hour. You have a panel of Cordell and Cordell attorneys talking about a topic. And the best part is you get to log in, ask questions live uh, anonymously. And you get answers right then and right there from the panel of Cordell and Cordell attorneys. It's free. But in order to attend, you just got to go online and you just got to register. Every month we do a different topic. We spend an hour together uh, and we get really good questions and guys can kind of just live vicariously through others and, and say, you know what, that's me too. So check it out, cordellcordell.com, virtual town hall coming up here in June as well, next month, July, and every month thereafter. And then twice each week, our podcast. And uh, follow us on social as well. But uh, if you need a call and you want a consultation, 866 law cordellcordell.com. So until next time, have a great week.